Well, now it's time for our daily Bloomberg Law Brief, exploring legal issues in the news. It's brought to you by American Arbitration Association. International trade or business dispute resolve faster with the International Center for Dispute Resolution, the leader in alternative dispute resolution around the world, ICDR.org. Today, Bloomberg Law host June Grasso and Michael Best discuss a recent court ruling affecting the ability of law enforcement to compel someone to use a fingerprint to unlock their phone. They speak with Robert Mintz, a part and McCarter in English. Bob, under what circumstances is it clear that the government can get a warrant to force someone to unlock an iPhone with their fingerprint? Well, that issue has come before the courts before, and the courts have held where there is a very specified need for that information, and the, and the government has made out clear probable cause um, connecting the individual with the information that may be on their cell phone. Prosecutors can, in some instances, force an individual to unlock a, a cell phone. But in this case, the court found that there was insufficient evidence uh, based on the warrant that was presented to the magistrate judge to require individuals who just have happen to be on the premises to use their thumbs to unlock their cell phones, and the court relied both on Fourth Amendment and on Fifth Amendment grounds in denying that request. You know, Bob, it seems a little strange on some level for, to be talking about the Fourth Amendment rights of people when we don't even know if they're going to be there, and their Fifth Amendment rights, we don't know who's going to be there. Is, is it normal in a warrant application for the government to ask about the methods by which they're going to search people they might find at the at the location? Well, that is unusual, Michael. I mean, usually what a warrant does is it establishes probable cause that a crime uh, has been committed and that evidence of that crime is located at a particular premises. So in other words, it is based entirely on a premises and not on a person. In this case, this warrant application and the judge's opinion got into issues of acts of production and conduct by individuals who, as you mentioned, may or may not even be at the premises at the time that the search is executed. And that's Robert Mintz, a partner at McCarter in English, speaking with Bloomberg Law host June Grasso. You can listen to Bloomberg Law weekdays at 1 p.m. Wall Street time here on Bloomberg Radio. And that is this morning's Bloomberg Law Brief. You'll find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com. Attorneys will find exceptional legal research and business development tools there as well. Visit BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com for more information.